Okay, well, welcome this evening. Uh, thank you for coming out. Sorry we're just a few minutes late getting started, but um, I think we can make up for three minutes. Tonight, after spending a couple weeks on evolution, tonight we're talking about atheism, and we're going to spend a few weeks on that topic. So the the statement at hand that we're going to deal with tonight and in a couple in weeks to come is there is no God. That is the crux of atheism. There is no God. Um, this quote here by Michael Pearl says, "When a man calls himself an atheist, he's not attacking God; he's attacking his own conscience." And that's what we're going to see is it's not so much that atheists are attacking God, although they think they do, but it's a denial of their own conscience. Human nature, we tend to say, or we tend to assume, that if we don't believe something is so, then it's not so. I could say, uh, I could walk up on the street and say, uh, nice to meet you, Ron, how are you? Do uh, you have a family? He would say, yes, I'm married and have two daughters. I don't believe that. Okay. My not believing that he's married with two kids doesn't change the fact that he's married with two kids. But we as human beings want to say, well, I don't believe that so it's not real. Um, we have witnesses, we have testimony uh, from, um, from Scripture, from eyewitnesses, and those of us who are Christians that has the Holy Spirit dwelling in us. We can attest that, yes, there is a God. We can say gravity doesn't exist, but if someone that says gravity doesn't exist, I wouldn't recommend they stand under someone on a roof holding a brick. Because they're going to find out when the brick let loose, yes, gravity does indeed exist. It's not a matter of intellect. I think it's just a matter of people don't want to know. The term atheist... Um, agnostic that means no knowledge so atheist is someone that believes there's no God but we're going to make the um, argument tonight that no such person as an atheist exists an atheist will tell us that God does not exist but we're going to see that an atheist does not exist for someone to make the statement there is no God that is an absolute statement in order to make an absolute statement an absolute statement I like the questions it poses here it says if you encounter someone who claims to be an atheist ask him these two questions first do you know the combined weight of all the sand on all the beaches of Hawaii 
Well, of course, no one knows the weight of all the sand on all the beaches in Hawaii. Well, we can safely assume that they don't. So we ask them a second question. Do you know how many hairs are on the back of a full-grown male Tibetan yak? Now, that's wildly uh, specific, but it shows us that there are things that this person does not know. They're making an absolute statement, but they don't have all the evidence. If they knew everything, they could tell us the weight of the sand or how many hairs are on the back of a full-grown male Tibetan yak. Apparently, it's a different amount than an adolescent male Tibetan yak. I'm not sure. I've not counted today. Um, but some people think that they know everything. But even if a professing atheist knows 1% of all the knowledge in the universe, now you think about the universe and to have all knowledge of the workings of the universe, everything in the universe, say so you know 1%, that's still a great amount of knowledge. But to have 100% would be to know absolutely everything. There wouldn't be a rock that you weren't familiar with, with, with not knowing the size, the weight, the shape, the color. Uh, there would not be a grain of sand that you were not aware of. There would not be an event in history that you didn't know. Um, again, this is not my example, but you would even know the secret love life of Napoleon's great-grandmother's black cat's fleas. I mean, I guess you would know the fleas on the back of the Tibetan yak as well, but we would know every hair on every head, the thought of every heart, because we would be omniscient. And there's only one who's omniscient, all-knowing, and that's God. Thomas Edison said that we do not know a millionth of 1% about anything. Now, we know that this podium has two white supports. It has a wooden top, a wooden base, and plexiglass front. We know that. We know that wood comes from trees. We know that we've painted this. But do we know how many molecules or atoms make up the wood? Do we know where the wood came from? Do we know what the paint was made from? We can know what we think is all about something and still know nothing. There's so much that we do not know. But, Oh, lost my place, I'm sorry. Let's just say that an atheist knows 1% of all the knowledge in the universe. Would it be possible in the remaining 99% that there's still evidence to prove God? And we know that there is. If you look at this same... Um, paradox from a different angle talking about absolute statements if we made the statement that there is no gold in China what do we have to know in order for that statement to be true well we have to know that there is 
no gold in any rock, any river, that there's no um, gold jewelry, no stores that contain gold, no gold uh, tooth fillings. We would have to know absolutely beyond one, beyond a shadow of a doubt that there was not a speck of dust in China or a speck of gold in China. Can we prove that? Can we feasibly prove we can send a team of a million geologists to China? Would we be able to prove that there is no gold in China? Now we may be able to say no gold is readily available. Could we say that there's no gold in this room? We could say that, but if there is one person here that has on a golden ring or has a golden tooth filling or whatever, then that disproves that absolute statement. So, whereas the absolute statement of there's no gold in China, or in this case, there is no God, requires absolute knowledge, for me to say there is gold in China or for me to say there is a God, all it requires is one tiny piece of evidence. If I say there's no gold in this sanctuary, and I look at Rule's watch here and it's shining gold, that's all I need to prove that yes, there is gold in this building. You see how that, to make the absolute statement that there is none, you have to have all knowledge but to say that there is, all you need is one small shred of evidence. To say categorically that there is no God, we must know for certain that there's no God in the entire universe. And that other 99% of knowledge that we don't know, it has to be that there is no God. But no human being who is alive, has ever lived with the exception of Jesus, knows everything. So it is impossible to say absolutely with full confidence that there is no God. Thus, atheists do not exist because a true atheist cannot exist because a true atheist has to prove the absolute statement that there is no God. What they need to say is due to their lack of knowledge, they don't know if God exists. In that case, they're not an atheist as much as they are an agnostic. To be a true atheist would mean you'd have to have all knowledge and there is only one in the entire universe that has all knowledge and that is God, and God would never deny his own existence. He's, God is the only one who could be an atheist, and, and he's not going to disprove or deny his own existence. So it's impossible to be an atheist. Um, they actually claim that they don't know if God exists, and they are professing ignorance. Um, Psalm 14.1 says the fool has said in his heart, there is no God. And that word fool, if you 
If you look at it in the Amplified Bible, it's preceded by the words, well, it reads, the spiritually ignorant fool has said in his heart there is no God. Is right, and it's a willful ignorance. Have you ever, have you ever not wanted to know something? Have you, somebody come up and say, well, I've got some good news and I've got some bad news. And you say, well, I don't want to know the, the bad news. That's, that's a willful ignorance of what they want to tell you because you don't want to know that. Psalm 10.4 says, The wicked in his proud countenance does not seek God. God is in none of his thoughts. And this is where it all comes back around to the bottom line. It's not that a person can't find God. It's that he won't find God. It's the same reason that a thief, a bank robber, can't find a policeman. If I rob a bank and go looking for a policeman, I'm caught. I am at that point um, accountable to that policeman because I have broken a rule. If I'm living in my sin and loving it, I'm not going to look for God. I'm not, I'm not going to say that there's a God because that at that point makes me accountable to God. We find in evangelism the bottom line to almost every conversation we have with an unbeliever is that it's someone who is living in sin, whether it be an adulterous relationship, whether it be drugs or alcohol, whatever. They're doing something that they want to do that they know they shouldn't do, but they're enjoying it so much that they don't want to be accountable. You wipe out God, you wipe out accountability. So that's the whole thrust of atheism. There is no God because if there is a God, then I'm accountable. We know there is a God. We're accountable. We're going to stand someday before him, and we're going to be accountable for the deeds done in this body. Those who have denied will, um, will find out only that, yes, there is a God. I've heard it said that um, in hell there are no atheists, but everyone's an evangelist. If everyone that's there... Everyone that's there knows that there is a God because they have had to meet him once they died. And if they could come back and tell us different, they would evangelize the world. But they can't. That decision is left up to each one of us. So that's kind of the introduction um, to atheism. We'll spend a few more weeks on that. Does anybody have any um, questions or or comments about this uh, this lesson material. We're done a few minutes earlier than than normal. So does anybody have anything you'd like to add or ask? All right. Okay. Well, I I had a feeling I caught everybody on a talkative night, so please not everybody at once. All right. Well, we'll continue this um, next week then. Um, 
we'll wait a few minutes because we're we're ending early in case we have any more come in for a prayer meeting. with our next lesson.